0: Thank you. Welcome into our Orange Fizz Twitter spaces here after Syracuse falls to Boston College 80-75. to And uh, Adam, I think it's kind of the, the most disappointing loss of the year for Syracuse. Nico Horning, Adam Gotkin here again for Orange Fizz uh, reporting the game tonight. Uh, Adam, I, you know, I can't describe this game with much words right now. I just think uh, Syracuse couldn't pull through tonight. I can, I can take a look at a number of different categories, but Boston College they they took it to Syracuse tonight starting with that big uh run at the end of after the first half
1: yeah i i think that you're right by saying it's hard to describe hard to put into words this yeah. game because you know this is a game that sh- Syracuse should have won by every means Yes, Boston College was favored. I don't know how Boston College was favored in this game. I don't I don't know what Vegas was thinking there, but this is the game that Syracuse should have won. This is the game that Syracuse really needed to win, and it felt like early on, you know, this, this was the Orange's game to lose up 30 to 23 with with just about 4 minutes to go in the first half. And it felt like, you know, this was this was a game that Syracuse was going to win, and then from there it just all fell apart. You know, they were up 30 to 23. And then they end the first half 37-30 losing. It that just, killed it. it that it, killed it. There's so was no bouncing back. It's just unbelievable. You mentioned Vegas, which is the funny thing,
0: because they had Boston College by 4.5, and, and they won by 5. So <laughs> Vegas, apparently, Vegas knows what they're doing. Yeah, I, I guess they do. <laughs> but going back to the game, I mean, the, the run at the end of the first half was everything for Boston College. A 14-0 run to end the first half, and – you know, both these teams, it took a minute for the first bucket of the game, even. There, it, it was a goose egg for four minutes uh, at the, in the first half for Syracuse. And then BC took a 4-0 lead, and Syracuse kind of climbed its way back in. J.J. Starling got Syracuse going. Same with Judah Mintz. I thought they were both very productive there for the majority of the first half. But then Boston College just flipped the switch and got things going, went into halftime with a, uh, a 37-30 to lead. And then you thought Syracuse could come out of the second half, out of the gates, pretty hot, but it was the complete opposite. Boston College took over
1: right away. Then too, yeah, it's 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 hard to put into words yeah. because you look at you look at the initial stat lining and you see and JJ Starling both eighteen points. They both scored how much they needed to. For me, it's the issue that we've seen so many times this season, and it's just that Chris Bell just was not on it today. And when Chris Bell is not scoring, this Syracuse team loses, it's pretty much as simple as that. If you go all the way back, if you go all the way back to the start of 2024, in every game that Chris Bell has scored less than 10 points, Syracuse has lost. They've won every other every game that he scored 10 points except for one uh, when he scored 13 against UNC but 20 points against BC in a win 10 points against Pitt in a win 12 against Miami in a win 13 against NC State in a win for this Syracuse team to win games they need Chris Bell to score they need that threat of, of a three point shooter of a true three point shooter not just JJ and Judah
0: I agree with you I think that's a great point you bring up because this team we've said it even a, a few weeks ago they live by the three point line or they die by the three-point line. And I think that came true tonight. Uh, They they still made 34% of threes, but they didn't have Chris Bell. You know, Quadro Copeland did his thing off the bench for, you know, some of the game. But you look at Chris Bell, you look at Justin Taylor, a combined four points. And you you can't have that at this point in the season if you're Syracuse. But you can talk about Bell. I want to talk about the free-throw shooting. That was horrendous. And this team continues to shoot poorly from the free-throw line. What, 7 for 14 tonight from the free-throw line? That's unacceptable. You miss seven free throws. You lose by five. That to me is the most glaring, you know, asset from Syracuse tonight is the missed free throw, uh, free throw, free throw shooting.
1: But but here's the thing: Boston College wasn't much better. BC went ten for seventeen from the from the free throw line.
0: Sure, but you when have to you you make
1: your free throws. though. Yeah, I agree uh, with neither, you. Neither
0: team, it's... neither, or, you know, both teams, you got to make your free throws. But at the end of the day, you look at where both teams are right now. There was no one at that Boston College game tonight. And if Syracuse does that on their home floor in front of 20,000 people, that's not going to go over well. No, if, a- this, if this was a home game, they'd be getting booed off the court tonight.
1: A- absolutely. The other thing is Syracuse got dominated on the glass tonight. 37 rebounds for Boston College, 27 for Syracuse. I, I mean, you had Malik Brown with seven. You, you had Quadir Copeland with seven. Outside of that, it-, it was no one. You know, Justin Taylor just three. Judah yeah. Mintz just one. For me, something that we've really seen with Judah's game and what he's really changed about his game almost recently is when Syracuse plays well, he's rebounding the ball really well. You know, I-, I think of that that Pittsburgh game, that Miami game, when he had nine and eight rebounds, even against NC State, he had four, but it felt like he was involved on the glass. He, he was helping out on the glass. That just wasn't the case at all tonight. You know, Judah's
0: been very inconsistent, and I wrote about it earlier, but I- I'm not putting the blame on Judah Mintz. I put his inconsistency on the blame of his surrounding cast, his surrounding players that play with him, because when he dishes the ball out and when he drives down the lane, that's when Judah Mintz is at his best. When he's not crashing the boards and when he's not dishing the ball out, he's not at his best. He had six assists tonight. That's very serviceable. And J- and J.J. Starling fed off that with 18. They had 18 each. So I think that's completely acceptable from Syracuse, but it's the other guys. And, and, and credit Malik Brown, by the way. He had a good game too. But it's the other what, seven players on this team that has just been very, very inconsistent despite the stretch that Quadro Copeland had. I think that is what Syracuse is struggling with the most right now.
1: And and it was also just a lack of efficiency to that. I I mean, you look at the stats, both Syracuse and BC made 30 field goals, but BC went 30 for 50.
0: The weird thing about the stats is Syracuse had 10 more steals than Boston College. All right, you mentioned the rebounds. Boston College had 10 more. It was very lopsided as far as the categories go. And I think at the end of the day, it was only a five-point game, even though Boston College was up by, you know, 10 to 15 most of the time. And I think the score kind of throws things off here uh, in this contest. But the stats are lopsided. And at some point, you just got to look at the, the feel of the game. And it seemed like Boston College was just playing harder to uh, to an extent during this game. And it's just kind of an unacceptable loss for for Syracuse.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is that Syracuse has to take advantage of the opportunities that it's given. BC turned the ball over 21 times, just 18 points off of those turnovers. Now, both teams had less points off of turnovers than turnovers, but you need to score more points than turnovers that you force. And that is a key part of basketball. You have to take advantage of those opportunities that you're given. And Syracuse just simply didn't do that.
0: No, they, they, they didn't. I mean, you can, again, we can look at a number of categories uh, from this game, but most importantly, you, you couldn't close out the first half. You didn't make your free throws and you didn't score the bucket much at all as well. And, and real quick, I got to give some credit to Boston college is Claudel Harris because he knocked down five triples. And I think he he kind of stole the game away for Boston college and really closed it out there at the end for the Eagles. Uh, But overall, if you're Syracuse, you got to be better than this. And this was a must win game that you had to have. If you want to have any chance in March, they couldn't get it
1: done. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I I think that for Syracuse to make the tournament, the orange have got to win every game in the regular season outside of Clemson on the road and North Carolina at home, and even that I don't think is enough. I was going to say you, you, even that might not be enough. Right, it's getting to the point where you got to steal one of those games at this point. And, and the crazy thing is, is the record. You would think, you know, they don't need that, but but in reality, the ACC is just not good right now. And, and right now, North Carolina up 73-72 over Georgia Tech. Right. If Georgia Tech wins, then North Carolina is not as good, and yeah. that win doesn't even mean as much. I, the big jarring stat that I saw is that. UNC and oh Georgia Tech won, 74-73 oh, the final. Wow. So North Carolina now now was going to be a step down. Wow. The, the jarring stat that I saw is against bubble teams, UNC and Duke are 7-0. and They're losing to the bad teams, and the bubble teams aren't getting those wins. And, and because of that, the ACC right now is just in, in no you know way going to be able to get more than four or five teams in the tournament. And, and by no means is Syracuse the top four or five team in the conference right now.
0: Definitely not. Definitely not. And it, it, it sucks to see. But what, a, uh, what a, t- a turn of events over there at Georgia Tech as they beat North Carolina 74-73. So, again, a final score tonight. Syracuse falls to Boston College 80-75. This has been Nico Horning with Adam Gotkin for the Orange Fizz. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Orange Fizz. Also check out our website at orangefizz.net for all of your SU sports coverage and we will talk to you soon. Be sure to join us for the next game, which is on Saturday. And again, Syracuse Falls to Boston College,
1: 80-75. Thanks so much for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your night.